is always proud of a silver spoon. Best loan job where you buy like it. Also, it takes with a beaded neck. Otto Wanitolu, Otto Nitolu, Otto Banko, Wanitoyo, Cram, 101.5 Broadcasting with a touch of cars. This is Crown 101.5 101.5 FM. This is Grand 101.5 FM Lele Ile Ife. It's time to join Oluwa Fremi Alokon on your darling program Christians Hang Out. Stay tuned. Flashback to my secondary school days, my social studies teacher, Mr. Okumbanjo Shalese. Every parent wants their child to become a governor, but no parent wants their child to be involved in Nigerian politics. Similar to that, the general prayers of Christians that God should give us a leader, maybe a governor or a president after his heart, but yet Christians aren't sure if they should be involved in Nigerian politics. And that's going to be our discussion this afternoon. Should Christians be involved in Nigerian politics, join political parties, or aspire political poster? On that note, I welcome us to another promising edition of Christians Hangouts from the stable of Cranwell's Room Points 5 FM, a station with a mark of distinction. My name is Oluwa Feromi Alokon. I'll be your moderator this afternoon and every other Tuesday afternoon from 3 p.m. through till 3.30 p.m. So what do we do? on Christians' hangouts. In Christians' hangouts, we discuss general issues that directly affect Christianity and what the scriptures recommend as touching these issues. So today, I have with me in the studio, uh, Pastor Professor Temitokwe, a son from the College of Earth Sciences of Bafemi, our law university. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, listeners. And also uh, with me, Dr. Abraham Emmanuel, uh, a medical practitioner. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. I'm not a practitioner. Okay, but good afternoon everybody listening in on this program. Okay, Professor Timitokwe believes Christians should not be involved in politics. Uh, while Mr. Abraham is on the affirmative, now why not? We should be involved. Uh, we'll go on a short musical break right now and when we are back, we'll pick it up from there. Welcome back from that break. And in case you are just joining us, this is Christian's Hangout on 
Crown 101.5 FM Layerly Elefi. And our topic of discourse this afternoon is Christians and Nigerian politics. Should Christians be involved in politics, join political party, or aspire political post? And our guest this afternoon, as I've earlier said, our professor Tim Sokpe and um, Abraham, Mr. Abraham Emmanuel. I'll be starting with uh, probably this afternoon, sir. Um, what do you have to say, sir, about Christians getting involved in politics, sir? Well, I think I have to make myself clear. Uh, yes, I believe that Christians can evolve in politics, but to a certain extent. Okay. Uh, not that I believe in blanket ban on Christians getting involved in politics. More especially, the Christianity of today, I mean, the politics of today Nigerian, in, politics. Nigerian politics is actually very difficult to say um, Christians should get involved because when you see what goes on then you know that it could be a difficult terrain for Christians to walk in but I think that um, as Christians yes I believe that we don't have to get um, into the mainstream of politics before we can get, get um, things changed because we believe that our God can use Anybody, God used Cyrus, the king of Persia, to actually turn the fortune of the children of Israel. So we don't necessarily have to get involved, okay, in the politics of the day or, um, or get so much into the mainstream of the politics before we can get uh, um, good governance, um, whatever. All right, thank you very much, sir. Uh, uh, I would like you to react to that, sir. Sorry, Ram, sir. Well, let me know. <laughs> Do not ask me to react. You know, I will rather respond to that. Now, while we uh, agree to some extent on the premise that Christians should be involved in politics, I also believe, okay, that Christians should be actively, okay, 100% subscribed to politics because um, if we do not do that then it's um, a societal uh, mission we are on or we are just plain, plain dumb you know if we think oh you know let God use the man on the street and not me then we are shocking our responsibility you know um, Revelations chapter 5 verse 10 it says God has made us priests, or no, kings and priests, and said we shall reign on the earth. So when a king abdicates, you know, his office, he says let somebody else do it, okay? But when a king is actually kingly, okay, a king takes authority, a king does what needs to be done. Even in the midst of war, the king never abdicates. The king stays right back and says this is what we will do. So I believe that is the position Christians should take. Okay, before we go any further, you can join this conversation right away by sending your opinion to this number 081-3367-8350. 081-3367-8350. Before we round off this program, this particular afternoon, we are going to be reading those texts. Uh, um, um, many of those texts that would be coming before we round it off this, uh, this particular afternoon ah uh, okay we'll quickly go on a very very short musical break right now but by then we'll back we'll be asking some questions from our guest
would like to start with you again, sir, Ibrahim Manuel, sir. Um, okay. There's a general belief that if you can't beat them, you join them. And if you look at the political strongholds in which we have in Nigeria, uh, you realize looking at their history is history filled with kind of um, some corruptions and some falsehood. And these are the ones in power. Uh, how will a Christian now who is thinking I'm a king now get to those positions without shaking hands with these ones? Okay, thank you very much. Now, um, you see, there is a need to step back a little bit and look at the whole picture because the way we're going at it, I think we're just picking uh, bits and pieces and we will never arrive at uh, the clear picture because if we want to know what is happening, we need to step all the way back to even before Eden, okay? Let's step back to when God said, let us make man. That's a democratic statement, okay? And that happened all the way back in Genesis 1. In Genesis 10, stroke 11, the people themselves are saying, let us make brick and do this. And God understood what that meant. Okay? So, political power starts from God. Ends in God. But we also look at the other angle. You know, the other spectrum. Satan also has his own structure. And you must understand that as long as his structure is in place, then you have to play by his rules on his stuff. That is what you don't want to do. Because he will he set the rules and he will beat you. You know, in his own hierarchy, the Bible talks about, it says we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this age, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, he wasn't talking about witches and wizards, all these local nuisances that we, church, we concern ourselves with. It talks about high-level um, strategic planners. Okay. And those are the ones that the people in politics today subscribe to. Now, as long as we will stay in church, within the four walls of the church, and we preach our homilies and do all this stuff and then collect our offerings, we're going nowhere. Okay? And, and, and let me say this, okay? Due respect to you, sir. You know, the pastors, it is the pastoral team in this nation that dismantled the whole structure that God created. You know, Pastors are number four. Read Ephesians chapter four. It talks from eleven. It says, "When he led captivity, he gave gifts unto me. Gave some to be apostles and prophets and evangelists, and then pastors and teachers. Pastors are number four. But pastors, because of what they want to eat, tithes and offering and stuff like that, they change the order. And the pastor is the number one man today in church, and he calls the church. And what does it? What does it teach the people? Yeah, come to church." Come get a little bread and butter, okay? And then come right back again uh, next Sunday. Uh, so, so, so we, are, we, are, we, are, we are generalizing? No, 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 no. Because, you see, if I am generalizing, okay, let's step a little bit into the Nigerian academic sector. Apart from Pro- Professor Wale Shoyinka, tell me another Nigerian professor or Nigerian academia that has the Nobel Prize. They're not. They're not designed for that. They can't aspire to it. They could do departmental politics and stuff like that like people who go to church also you know they play church politics the bigger things they are not trained they are not designed for that because the whole structure is out of joint that is not what god created so if we want to start this let's dismantle it because it's a wrong structure we are running right now and then we build it back up 
That is when you can, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder, eyeball to eyeball with the structure that is in place right now. The structure in place, just like you said, if you can't beat them, join them. Who says you should? Who says you should join them? No, you don't join them. You are above them. He that is from above is above all. This is who Jesus Christ made you. Okay, you operate from above, not from beneath. Uh, 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 all right, I, I see my 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 uh, Manuel Brown boiling a lot of things to say right now. But I would like to uh, like uh, uh, my prophet react to that. That scripture says, I'm reading now from the book of Proverbs chapter twenty nine, verse two. It says, "When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice." But when the wicked marries, the people groan. And of course, from the scriptures, the wicked man is not that man that slaughters his wife for money rituals, but that man who does not know God. And this is the man we will vote to force her. Uh, if we keep saying Christians should not be involved in politics. So, so I, I don't know if we have something to say about that, sir. Thank you, moderator. Uh, let me restate what I said earlier on that I'm not against. Christians participating in politics. Okay? But let me say this. Not everybody can be carpenters. Not everybody can be doctors. Yes, sir. Not everybody can be professors. Not everybody can be li- uh, lawyers. You must understand your calling. What you are called for, what you are called to do. Okay? And I think that is very, very important. You should be able to understand where you are. I'm not saying that you shouldn't vote for who you want to vote for. I'm not saying that you shouldn't associate with people you want to associate with, but then you must know your limitations and your callings, or else you can make a, 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 a shipwreck of your calling. That is very important. I think that is the first thing that we must, first of all, understand, not to say everybody should just go and play politics. Then secondly, I want to say that Woloshunika became a Nobel uh, Prize winner. Thank God for that. But also, all over the world, we know that there are not all the professors in the world are winners. Okay? We know that there are few people, exceptions in life, that I, I did my PhD in Vet University, South Africa, and I know that about two or three people, professors, out of the big professors they have there, uh, probably many years ago, and Nobel Prize winners. So there are exceptions. And also among Christians, there could be exceptions of people that, yes, they, will, they may be able to navigate, very gifted. People that like Joseph, gifted, navigated all the problems. People like David, who navigated, you know clearly that there is an anointing of God upon, upon them to get to wherever they get to. And thirdly, I want to say that why do we want to become why do we want to go into politics? If you go into politics with the wrong motive, basically here in this part of the world, I want to have power. But we want to I want to say that all power belongs to God. You want to have wealth or you want to have influence. You don't have to be in power. I remember I was listening to uh, uh, this program last year. Uh, by um, Reverend Matthew Kuka, he said, you don't have to be in power for you to have influence. Uh, it was at the October 1 program by this church in, in Lagos. I remember clearly. And he said, you don't have to have power to have influence. And he said, um, the pastor of the church, uh, what's his name now? Oyemade. Oyemade has influence. 
yet he's not in position of power. You can have, and because the man brought a lot of big guns for the program without even paying a dime. Okay? So you can have influence without getting to power. Okay? But be that as it may, sir, I am not saying, and I want to say it again, that Christians should not be involved in politics, but you should, you should understand your calling. You okay. should understand if you are fit to play politics. Okay, I, I would like to take this que- uh, um, ask this pa- this particular question. Uh, let, let us assume there is a uh, there is a particular Christian who every one of us know this person has uh, ascribed himself to be a Christian, and then he's able to navigate his his way up to the top. And by the time he gets to the top, he he he, he really really disappoints the nation. Maybe he, he messed up, and then he starts behaving uh, as contrary to what we know. Do, do you think the Christian body would be able to cut? That uh, that damage it has brought to the Christian body by such action. Okay, so that's what we call collateral damage. Okay, now this guy is isolated. Okay, so he rises, he navigates, and then he gets to the top. But you see, in governance or in government, there are structures. If you're just out there, you are the president, and you are surrounded by children of the devil, you are on a very thin line. You know, you are all alone by yourself. You actually have, it's a pyramidal structure. Okay, the Christian is at the top, but all the way to the base, it is surrounded and supported by other believers. But this is where we are going. I know it's so easy to point the finger and say, hey, he fell, hey, he did this and did that, but how many times did they pray for him? How many times did they show you know, him up? Now, again, let's go back to what the church in Nigeria, in Nigeria. Now, if the church were to train, you know, because Ephesians was saying again that that when Jesus gave those gifts, he said for perfecting the saints, for edifying of a body, and then so that the saints may go and do the work of a ministry. The pastoral team we have in Nigeria, they are, the, they are not the coaches, they are the players right now. And it is wrong. They are supposed to be coaches. They coach that brother that you're talking about. Coach him very well. Certify him to be a believer that can stand in politics. He stands there. They find other believers around him. They surround and support him. They coach them to be winners. Okay? In the the area of politics or in business or whatever. That is what the church is supposed to be doing. But we are not doing that right now. What we are presenting right now are sissies and idiots. So when they go out, the first uh, temptation, yeah, that winks at them, the first lady in ministry that winks at them, the guy falls apart. And you know what? We are so quick and so ready to judge them. Did we support them with the right infrastructure? Did we support them with the right people, with the right prayer? Uh, there are a lot that go, you know, that goes into this thing we're talking about. We're not just saying somebody, oh, yeah, I know my calling, and then, okay, I want to be a pastor. Oh, sorry, I want to be uh, uh, a president. And he goes and becomes a president. And that's all. No! No! The church in Nigeria is illiterate concerning governance and government. We are illiterate about so many things. And it is needful and necessary for us to change it. It's a karate, honestly. It's a karate. You see? You see so many churches. You see so much poverty. You see so much backwardness. You see so, so much dysfunction uh, dysfunctional system it is because we did not get it right and this is what we are saying let's step back let's have a let's think and say okay 
What did we get wrong? Is Jesus Christ this weak? Is this Jesus Christ came one person and he mesmerized Satan? He beat Satan everywhere. The disciples after him, they did the same. The Bible said they, they said these people are the people that turn the world upside down. Excuse me. Millions of us, we can't turn our street. <laughs> there is actually a popular reaction to us that are saying uh, when Jesus was in the world, um, he had an opportunity to become the king. Uh, at the time, they, were, they, 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 they approached him to become a king. And, and, and he said, this is not my mission. This is not my mission. Be- because, see, you will say the same thing. They were trying to reduce him to a national figure. He is a global personality. Do you, do, could you... Could you do, let me let, let's step through that. See, they came to Jesus and say, "Hey, you know what? Um, okay, uh, you know this and this and that." In fact, when Jesus rose from the dead, because every one of them had an agenda about the Messiah, he's going to kick the Romans out. When he kicks them out, Peter, for example, he will be the chief of staff or the uh, the minister for defense. All members of his family will get job like we do in Nigeria today. But Jesus Christ said, no, 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 get behind me, Satan. You are trying to reduce me to a national leader. I am global. My kingdom is multi-generational. Don't reduce me. Listen, please. When he rose from the dead, they came to him again and said, oh God, when will you restore the kingdom to Israel? He said, don't you people get it? I say you will receive power. It is not for you to speculate on all of that because it is low level. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? That is what you are looking for. My kingdom is not of this. Okay? So we need to set it up and set it up properly so that we don't misinterpret scriptures. We, we really wish we could come on and this, this particular afternoon, but the time is not just our friend this particular. I would just want uh, uh, Prophet to just give us a, 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 a final shot before I round it off from this. Uh, I, I, I thought I would be able to open the studio line for people to react, but the time is just not there. And I will just read the text after um, the Prof's prof, prof, final parting shot. Thank you, moderator. Uh, I want to say that um, we have to be careful what we say about the church and uh, putting all the blames in the society of the church is not right is not moral and is not correct uh, I think we, we also have to look at ourselves in the face and tell ourselves the truth uh, I don't want to join issues with my uh, Mr. Abraham uh, on those things but the truth of the matter is that Jesus said my kingdom is not of this world. In as much as we think about this world, we also think about where we are going, where we're going to spend eternity. The two, the two sides are very important. What you are not cut out for, don't go into it. What you are cut out for, go into it, and I will freely support you. Thank you. Alright, thank you very much And that will be all we'll be able to take this afternoon Many thanks to our speakers Ibrahim Emmanuel, thank you sir for coming around sir uh, Professor Isotope, sir, thank you very much for coming around sir For sponsorship and advert placement on this particular show You know, testing is not just enough for us uh, You just like, uh, you want to uh, support us financially or recommendations Please call me on 80 6474 80 Six, seven. My brother this afternoon and always is Molly your last me boy. Thank you for the animal sacrifice and your hero for the size of this program, Christian Sanyal team.
Thank you very much. And then to the best manager of the year, Shion Olagba. Uh, to the best manager of the year, Israel Deleogunlade. Thank you very much for your support also. And that will be all we'll be able to take till next week. My name remains Oluwa Feromi Alokon. Good afternoon and bye for now. <laughs>